When you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. And I'm here to tell you, number one, that most of you say you want to be successful, but you don't want it bad. You just kind of want it. Work ethic eliminates fear, you know? So if you put forth the work, you know, what are you fearing? You know you what you're capable of doing, what you're not. You know, if you put your mind to doing whatever you want to do, you know, good things can happen. Because limits, like fears, are often just an illusion. You're listening to the Plunkett Fitness Project. Here's your host, Jamie Plunkett. Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, we are here. To, I'm here today with Ryan, and what we're going to talk about today is cardio um, and kind of some different aspects of it, and some stuff that we see online and stuff that uh, is just wrong. And we'll explain why it's wrong. And <clears throat> and you know, big thing that I want to get across. When it comes to cardio, and I may even talk about if it fits in your macros a little bit today, too, because it's kind of some of the same stuff, is my goal is to help my clients and people listen to this podcast, anybody that asks me for advice, my goal is to help them avoid the 10 years I wasted with all the misinformation out there in the fitness world, and while... You can still get results doing cardio. You can still get results doing if it fits in your macros. Um, there generally, there's generally better ways to do things. So, when somebody comes to me and asks me for advice, I am coming from an optimal standpoint. So, uh, I think if you pay a professional for anything, no matter what it is, they should give you advice on optimal, and then you guys should peel the onion from there. So, this is what's optimal. What are you comfortable with doing? And then you individualize it from there. Yeah, and you know, I, I've i never, you know, I've known you and we've been working together for over a year and I've never heard you ever say that cardio makes you fat. But as a lay person, somebody that's not in the industry, one thing I had never thought about, and it's it, it makes total sense, but you know, when you talk about appetite control and cardio and all of that, it's... It really does. It, it makes a lot of sense. Well, no, cardio doesn't make you fat, but you know, you look at having a finite amount of time, and that's those are the points that you hammer home that make the most sense to me. Again, because you're not looking the vast majority of people that are out there trying to get in shape and you know trying to be the best physical version of themselves. They're not professional athletes. They don't have countless hours to spend at the gym. It's a different story, you know. Um, if that's if that's your situation but if you are like the rest of us who's you know juggling a ton of things and you've got a, a finite amount of time that's where it's like look this is how you can get those results maintain those results exceed your goals and stuff and so jamie email me uh, or texted me and messaged me last week and said hey look at this post um i want to talk about this so i think it'd be easiest just for me to kind of go through and you know read I'm going to start with the post itself and read the caption and you just stop me, <laughs> stop me when it gets somewhere. So this guy has got hundreds of thousands of followers and on half a million. Man. Yeah. Half a million. And he's, I think he's most known. He's um, I think he is Gary V's personal trainer. I think he is. He wasn't that Gary had a different guy for a long time. And um, this guy took over. Jordan took over for him. And Jordan says, I mean, in his defense, he's got a lot of stuff out there that I think is, is good, you know, and helpful and stuff. But this is something that um, 
that you sent me and I'm going to go ahead. Like I said, I'm just going to go ahead and read. So the, the post it was out like, uh, you know, we're not doing this live. So this is, this is in this post came out in like November or December. And it's something like it was a tweet and it was Karen saying this quote, you shouldn't do cardio if you want to build muscle because cardio burns muscle instead of fat. So cardio actually makes you fatter. That's what Karen said. And then science said, science quote said, shut up, Karen. That's the tweet. And I'm just going to go ahead and start with, uh, I'm going to start with Jordan's um, caption. And I'm going to let you go ahead and stop me whenever you want. Um, I might already jump in there. There you go. On, hey, go ahead. Go for it. On that. Uh, so the thing is, is, in an optimal environment, um, and I got to watch how I say this here because most people don't do, uh, don't overdo it when they do cardio. Um, so <clears throat> there's a lot that goes into this, but um, the thing is, is the, the average person doesn't get enough sleep. They don't eat properly, um, so they their internal environment is not healthy, um, which those things need to be addressed. Um, weight training will start to improve some of that stuff because it's going to encourage uh, an anabolic environment because you're breaking down lean tissue and your body's going to try and repair it, which is anabolic. Uh, the actual lifting is catabolic, obviously, because you're breaking down lean tissue. Um, but, you know, uh, when you lift weights, the adaptation of that is after you tear down the muscle tissue, your body tries to repair it, which is anabolic. So um, <clears throat> when you do cardio... So everything you do, your body's trying to get more efficient. The The adaptation to everything you do is to become more efficient at it. So if you sit in a chair for 20 hours a day, your body will become more efficient at that. It, you're going to get tight in your hips, tight in your calves, and all these other things, and that's adaptation to that environment. So when you lift weights and, it, you know, when you apply resistance to the body, the adaptation is to get stronger. Just like when you go on the moon... You lose, you lose muscle tissue, you lose bone density. That's an adaptation to the environment. When you do cardio, your body also wants to become better at that activity. So part of that is going to be to reduce weight, um, which can be muscle tissue, can be bone tissue, uh, or bone mass, rather. Um, you know, if you're in a caloric, uh, if you're in a, a positive if you have excess calories that you're consuming on a daily basis, those things, you know, you're you're not going to lose weight, obviously, but you you probably are going to encourage muscle loss. Um, you know, bone loss. I know that's probably a little extreme, but when you look at an older individual, um, or when you look at you know somebody who's in a a major caloric deficit, don't think those things aren't happening. Um, and that's kind of extreme, and I'm not really trying to go there with that, but just kind of give put those ideas in people's heads. But the thing is, when people say you don't lose muscle when you do cardio, uh, that's that's not true. Um, just because that's what that activity encourages. And the thing is, if you're an endurance athlete, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but the thing is, the average person that walks in my door and the average person that is is getting into fitness, you know, gin pop is a lot of people like to talk about, um, they don't love lifting weights like I do. They're not an athlete. They're not doing it for, you know, to be a professional endurance athlete. They want to fit better in their clothes and they want to be more comfortable. Right. 
So, you know, they have a limited amount of time that they want to invest into it on a weekly basis. Um, and, you know, as a fitness professional, my job is to tell them how to invest that time as wisely as possible. And, you know, kind of off topic on this as well. But the first thing you got to do is tell, tell them how to eat properly. And then, you know, like I said, address their sleep because all those things tie in together. And then you start looking at the exercise. But I kind of went off on a tangent there, so yeah, no, I'll let you keep going. I mean, it's it's good. So I'll, I will uh, I'll get into the um, the caption here. And Jordan, a lot of in a lot of fitness guys, right? These are pretty long captions, so we got a lot we got a lot a lot to get into here. Um, there are death eat. Okay, you should know there are death eaters among us who say things like, "quote Cardio makes you fat." They sometimes say, "quote Fruit makes you fat." The Daily Prophet once reported them as saying, eating fat makes you fat. Don't let the dementors fool you. They'll try every charm, every spell, every enchantment, every unforgivable curse. They'll do anything and everything to make you believe them. And you must know, they have absolutely no clue what in the literal F they are talking about. They are, as Dumbledore once told me, stuffed full of marshmallows. Matilda Bagshot always said, if it looks like a cauldron full of elf poop, smells like a cauldron full of elf poop, and tastes like a cauldron full of elf poop, you've got a cauldron full of elf poop. Okay, I'm going to jump in here again. <laughs> yeah, You know, the funny thing is about all this, he's saying that people who who criticize cardio, essentially, don't know what they're talking about. And then he wants to reference science at the top. And the problem is, if you take two individuals, say they're exactly identical, they're twins, so they have sem- they have identical genetics or, you know, whatever that would be, you put them on the same exact diet and you put it, they get the same amount of sleep, everything is the same except their exercise. You have one doing weight training, say it's three days a week, and then you have the other one doing weight training one day a week, and doing cardio two days a week. So we're not even going to say no weight training. Sure, sure. The one, that if you put them in a lab and you control it completely, which you can't do that because that would be that would be imprisoning people. <laughs> right, right. But right. if you would do this, this is why there's no studies for this, so you can't rebuke, you can't, you can't argue these idiots because they just say, well, there's no study that says that. Well, yeah, because you can't study humans that way. Right, right. But the thing is, is I mean, if you put two humans that were identical, you had one lifting weights three times a week, you control the environment, you got them in the right rep range, you got their diet correct, and the other one's doing cardio twice a week and weights once a week, there's going to be a difference. Right. The one that's lifting weights three times a week is going to put on more muscle. Right. And, you know, depending on how old they are, which is really where this stuff becomes a problem. You know, when you're dealing with, with individuals that are 15 years old to 35, they're probably not going to lose very much muscle, if any. But what happens when you have a 70-year-old female, or a 70-year-old male for that matter, walk in your door and they're spending more time doing cardio than they are weights? You've got an individual that has bone loss concerns, muscle loss concerns, mobility concerns, and you're saying, no, activity is activity. Do whatever you want to do. Where if they lift weights, that's going to prolong their life. It's going to make them stronger. It's going to make the things they do at home easier for them to do. It's going to make them leaner. So it's not true, and it just drives me nuts. On one one point, he wants to say science, and then he wants to 
say people are wrong, but if you actually look at the actual science of it, if they would study it, he's the one that's wrong. Well, and and furthermore, it's not like you have never said cardio makes you fat. No. You said it's a poor use of your time when you when time is an issue. That's what you said. And the other thing is you talk about a 70-year-old male or female coming in here. Well, the thing of it is I'm 43 years old. And so you start thinking about that stuff. It's the same. It's You know, you don't just turn 65 and start losing muscle tissue or, or bone, bone mass. I mean, it's, it starts happening. It's continual. So it's even more effective, like you It'll said. It'll be accelerated with, yeah. with, with cardio. Right. And that's something where it's like it's a lot. It's just it's something I didn't know. I never thought about it. But when you say it, yeah, it makes sense. And that, that just the way human animals in general, you know, dogs, everybody, the older you get, you lose that stuff. That's science. You know what I mean? And so cardio is not going to enhance that. And again, it's one of those things where people just seem to take nuggets. They take things, they take away, oh, this guy said cardio makes you fat. No, hold on a second. There's context around that. Now, some maybe somebody does say that. Some people do say that, and yeah. uh, quite honestly, they're not completely wrong. Right. <laughs> I'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. Okay. So we'll get back into the um, the caption here. Where are we? Okay. Uh, elf poop. Okay. I left you at elf poop. <laughs> we'll pick back up at elf poop. All right. Doing cardio makes you fat? Question mark. Lose muscle? Are you high? If that was true, long distance cyclists wouldn't be shredded to bits, and their quads wouldn't be bigger than a fully grown mountain troll. But a quick Google image search of long-distance cyclists will show you that they're some of the leanest, strongest, and most muscular athletes in the world. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. 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 Yeah, okay. Um, actually, what I would love everybody that's listening to this to do is actually Google Lance Armstrong shirtless. And what will pop up is a picture of Lance Armstrong after he won his third Tour de France. So I would call him a long-distance cyclist. Uh, some might call him that, yeah. Okay. Um, he is as small as I was my freshman year when I didn't eat anything but dinner uh, for three months and was basically anorexic. Right. Um, he has zero muscle tone in his upper body, and he's not shredded to bits, right. which, which is the thing I wanted to say about cardio makes you fat. So... If you take an average individual, no, it's not actually going to make you put fat on your body. But if you take a individual who is in shape and you keep them at the same, you keep them maintenance calories, right. and you shift their activity from weight training to cardio, their body composition, their body fat percentage will go up. Right. So they did get fatter. Um. You know. So. You know, that's that's minor, and that's taking somebody who's very active. But the thing is, is like, I'm not out here promoting that cardio makes you fat. That's not my point by that. My bigger point by that is the the whole picture when I when I talk about that kind of thing. Because what it did for me, I used to be able to run under a six-minute mile. Sure. And that's pretty good for a guy that weighs 200 pounds. So, and so everything I do, I work my ass off when I do it. So to be able to do that, I would work very hard at it. But what happened in the process of that is I couldn't control my appetite. So I actually, at one point, I I remember I go out on a summer day 
and I run six miles and I got home and I ate like half a jar of peanut butter. Right. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. I, I just consume more calories than I went and burnt. What if I just didn't do cardio? Because it's making me to where I can't control my appetite. So that's really the bigger picture that I'm talking about when I talk about with clients is doing steady state cardio for long periods of time, which most people do. They'll do it for 30 minutes or an hour. There's a reason why you hate it. Your body's telling you to stop. To me, it's similar to when you put your, your hand on a hot plate. Like it's your body saying, don't do it. Um, <clears throat> you know, we're not made to jog. We're made to walk and we're made to sprint. And the thing is, is that's that's how I look at it from that point is people lose sight of the ultimate goal and the big picture. You know, that's why I always go back to get your nutrition right first. If most people just fix their nutrition, did no exercise, fix their sleep, they'll get leaner. So start there. That's that's the most important thing. And that benefits me none to say that because I don't sell nutrition. Right. I sell exercise. So exercise you should look at after you get your nutrition and your sleep right. And yeah, there's going to be some people that don't want to get their nutrition right. And there's going to be some people that don't want to follow that that process. And I'm not saying that you have to follow that process before you lift weights. But what I'm saying is if I'm being 100% honest with you, you should look at those things first. We can lift weights if you want to. That's great. I have plenty of clients that lift weights and we don't follow nutrition, you know, to a T, which is fine. And I understand a lot of people don't want to do that. Again, fine. But if I did not tell them that, I'm being dishonest. So I kind of got off on a tangent here, but my big thing is with cardio and with it making you fatter is a lot of times it throws off people's appetite and then they end up eating more than they did in the first place. And then they end up bigger than they were in the first place. And if you look, I may be wrong on this, but I think I, I'm pretty sure this is accurate. If you look at the average person, I think the average person gets fatter when they train for a marathon. Is that right? If that doesn't tell you something, yeah, then I then you're just not trying to. Well, and and, and the thing of it is, like I said, I mean, I follow Jordan and uh, I... I you know, he posts a lot of good stuff. And I think what's frustrating, um, you know, is the fact that he's got this incredible platform now, which he's built up. So kudos to him for doing that. I mean, you've got a half million people, you know, engaging with you. And, 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 and that, in my opinion, I feel like that kind of influence comes with a great amount of responsibility. Absolutely. And I think it's a shame when he doesn't have to come out and attack people for doing cardio because you don't come out and attack people for doing cardio, but he's not, he's, he's being vague enough about it that he's, that he's not giving people the whole truth. And the problem exactly. with that is there's so many people in this world that just want to hear what they want to hear. And so when they look at this, Instead of instead of them saying what you're saying and making them think and saying, you know what, maybe I should look at if, if my goals are truly to fit better, look better, you know, fit my clothing better, look better, get to a, a certain weight, whatever. And I've only got X amount of time. Maybe I should consider strength training as opposed to like, no, I'm, I want to train for a marathon because I like doing that. Well, you would never be like, well, you're stupid then. You shouldn't do that. You'll get fat and tear. No, you would never say that. But. When you're when you're as vague as he is about this stuff, and you know, it, it's it, that to me is like I don't like it because I feel like it's it's disingenuous. Is that the word? Well, yeah. it, it leads people to believe that they can do 
that it's it's not going to be detrimental at all. That it, that these people are fear mongers that are saying this, and there's no truth to you know any activities, good activity. Um, well, yeah, he's say, he's saying it's apples to apples when it's yeah. just not, and yeah. it's like it's like, dude, you know better than that. So don't don't mislead people. And again, if you if you phrase things properly, again, you don't know what attack people because there are a lot of people that enjoy cardio, they enjoy riding a bike. So if that's what you enjoy, that's better than sitting your ass on the couch and not doing anything. But don't go out and expect to get the exact same. Don't go out and expect to get the exact same results. You just pulled something up. What's that picture of? I can't see it from here. That's a picture of a girl that trained for a marathon, and she looks like she gained about 20 pounds. Yeah, well, I mean... 25 is what it says. Yeah, so, again, it's not, you know, that's what I don't... I don't like the fact that he's so black and white about it in the sense that it's like... Listen to this. Yeah. So this is on uh, NewYorkPost.com. I just uh, searched, you know, about gaining weight during a marathon. The title of this is Marathon Training Made Me Fat. And it's a picture of this girl, and I mean, you can see it in the picture. But oh, yeah, she's, uh, she's noticeably. Her name's Becky Ledford. In April 2013 is the picture on the left, and April of 16 is the picture on the right. She gained 25 pounds over the course of a few years because she drink more sugary beverages and eat carb-heavy meals while training for races. So that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, and I mean, and and that's just it. It's It's... I feel like all of the all of the important stuff is in the details and in the context. And when you remove that and water it down, you're, you're peddling misinformation. And I feel like, again, this isn't my area of expertise, but I've been around you long enough and have heard what you said long enough to have a handle on the basics. And just because of because i know people in my industry that peddle the same kind of misinformation they're saying oh you can do this that or the other thing when when i know and they should know that the better use of their money or or time would be spent elsewhere and that's really what this is about um so yeah okay so oh this is oh my god this is perfect okay so he finished up i left off on the caption where it said do a quick Google image search of long distance cyclists show you some of the leanest, strongest, most muscular athletes in the world. Wrong. That's what we just, we just got done with that. Yeah. Google that Lance Armstrong picture. And so now we're going to get back into this. Now, if you're about to say, yeah, this is, this is Jordan's uh, caption. Yeah. If you're now, if you're about to say, yeah, but Google search marathon runners and you'll see that they're skinny fat, please don't seriously stop now. That's what he says. It's because he didn't want to talk about it. Cause it's true. The go look at the best marathon runners and you will find they are lean, strong, and defined. The best. Here we here, go, though. The best marathon runners. Well, here's my here's my issue with this: is he he wants to say the cyclist and the marathon runners are strong? No, they're not. They are not strong at all. And you know by what standards? Um, well, they aren't than, strong. They're stronger than the average person that doesn't do any tr- any physical activity at all they may not even be stronger than that person i mean because the thing is is it (laughs) endurance training eats muscle tissue it just does it's it's an adaptation to it it's science you know i mean it's so i that's my biggest problem with the whole thing is is that they're strong they're not strong they yeah. are not strong people. Yeah. Well, that's a relative. Um, and that's something you can throw that. Again, that's yeah, like saying, it in oh, there. he makes good money. Well, what's that mean? That's like, that's like a, saying, that's like, yeah, that's like saying I have good endurance yeah. and I, and I do powerlifting. Like, 
No, I don't. Yeah. I There's mean, nothing wrong with it. It's just the adaptation of the, the activity. Right, right, right. So, okay, go look at the best marathon runners. You'll find they're lean, strong, and defined. Okay, so back to that. <laughs> so if you do look at cyclists and marathon runners, the elite ones, yeah, they are lean, defined, and toned, but it's because they're they're following a very specific diet based the, off their performance and that's their job dude and the average per, exactly the average person is not going to do that yeah it's the same thing we talked about on the last podcast talking about doing the the was it power cleans or the the up downs and the burpees and stuff yeah. you dude you're talking to the masses here like i'm you know what i'm not going to do a burpee ever <laughs> <laughs> i did that in high school we got to quarterfinals i'm never doing it again cuz yeah. i i could i'm 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 not i'm not training for anything and that's the same type of thing. Like when you go, uh, when when you go down that road and you point at uh, Tom Brady or any professional athlete, it's like we said in the last podcast. Yeah, look at the elite elite marathon runners. Well, the people you're talking to, that's not what they're doing. They want to they want to look good in a swimsuit. Well, you know, I mean, the other thing is, is when you when you start looking at elite people, they probably get ten hours of sleep a night. Yeah. We just talked about their nutrition's yeah. perfect. They also don't have a job. That is their when That's I, their job. When I lived in Nashville and I was a musician, you know what part of my job was? Looking the part on stage. Yeah. Don't want a fat slob up there playing guitar. I mean, if you're well and they they will if you but you have to be that good at guitar. <laughs> you have to be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> the fatter you are, the better of a musician you have to be. That's the reality of it and I wasn't that good of a musician. It was easier for me to get my ass, you know, out and hit the gym or run or whatever so okay so we'll get back we're almost through this and we'll get a couple of comments we're gonna get to too and we'll let you talk about those um okay uh okay look at the best marathon runners you will find they are lean strong and defined do they carry around slabs of muscle like a bodybuilder of course not because that would hurt their performance and they don't train or eat in a way that emphasizes mass gain, but they do have plenty of lean muscle and are in no way, shape, or form getting, quote, fat from cardio. Having said all that, if your main goal is to add 20 pounds of muscle to your frame, should you be running 50 miles a week? No. Okay. Um, I'm going to jump in here again. I just teed it. I, this is so fun. I just like teeing <laughs> it up for you letting you go. Um, he says the average person is their goal to gain 20 pounds of muscle. And while it may not be to gain 20 pounds of muscle, right. our clients that come in here, you know, our males usually gain about 10 pounds of muscle over time, and our females usually gain about five. Um, and, you know, what's funny is you really don't see it on them. I mean, right, right. They're, they're more defined. They look leaner. Um, but it's not like they get bulky from it, which is a common word I hear that just drives me nuts. But yeah. that's beside the point. But the thing is, is like... He throws out 20, putting on 20 pounds of muscle like it's something people don't want to do. Lean tissue burns calories. It increases your resting metabolism if you've put more on. So the funny thing is, is people do want to put on muscle. They, well, it, but when he's, the way he <clears throat> frames it, and that's the thing, it's all in the way, he, you know, if you're, what he's saying is, he's saying that, and, and I think this is what, this also irks me a little bit. And, and this isn't even my fight. This is your fight. But it bothers me because um, he's saying, well, they don't want to gain 20 pounds of, of this. Well, they're also, they're also not out trying to become, to run an Ironman. You know what I'm yep. saying? Like you're, you're saying, well, so you're, you're, you're saying the people that are lifting weights aren't as serious about it as the people that are 
that are doing the cardio stuff, the people's strength training. Well, they're all probably the majority of people are in the same place, which is right in the middle. They're not, they're not that serious about cardio and they're not that serious about strength training. They're serious about looking better naked they and wanna, looking fit and their clothes being cut. They want to go back to their high school reunion and not be, they want to be the guy that looks better than he did when he graduated, not the guy that looks like his dad. <laughs> I mean, that's what, am I, like, that's what it's about when you're, when you get a little bit older, you know, and you hit your, you hit your thirties and things slow down you hit your forties, like, Oh my God, they got even slower. And that's like, that's what we're after. It's like you, and you realize that it, you can get a lot done if you just do a little bit every day. But like what you're saying is if you are just doing a little bit every day, doing the right stuff a little bit every day. I mean, extra. I'm like, I'm saying if you're already got, if you got your diet and your sleep and that stuff under control and you choose how to spend your, let's say 10 hours a week doing exercise, you're going to cut. That's, that's what we're saying. And what he's doing is he's contributing to the problem by making it murky and by, by being vague and, and using generalities as opposed to coming out and saying, yeah, this is the deal. Yeah. I mean the, to kind of say one more thing on that, um, you know, what I try to do with my clients is when they come in, I try to give them ideal. Right. This is this is what I would do if I were you. And then from there, we kind of talk about, okay, what do, what are you willing to do? You know, what are you comfortable with doing? You know, we, we need to get nutrition right. We need to look at sleep. And then let's start exercising. Sure. You know, and a lot of people just want to fix everything with exercise. Well, I'm going to work out six days a week and they get burnt out in three months. You know, right. and I had this conversation with a client years ago. I remember she was working out six days a week. Her knees were hurting and she didn't think nutrition was important. And uh, I said, well, why are you working out six days a week? She's like, well, I went to this other trainer and that's what we had to do. And she was doing an intervals for an hour, three days a week, and then lifting weights here three days a week. And I'm like, well, you shouldn't do intervals for an hour in the first place. So if you guys are doing that out there, there's your first problem. Intervals are meant to be like 10 to 20 minutes. If you're doing more than that, it better be specific to an activity such as you're a fighter or a firefighter or a cop or in the military or something, which even then I don't know that that would, right. that would work. But anyway, <clears throat> um, so her knees were hurting. She was doing intervals for an hour a week, three times a week, and lifting weights with us three times a week. And I'm like, well, why are you doing that? And she, you know, she thinks she has to do it to lose fat. I'm like, I'm like, just don't do intervals this week, and your knees will feel better. So she comes to me the next week, and magically her knees don't hurt. So then she's like, you know, and I had already tried to talk to her about nutrition. She was eating 40 grams of protein a day, which is extremely low. It should be about, for her, it should have been about 150 or so. Okay, It's about a gram per pound of body weight. And... uh so then the next week she comes in, you know, and now she's worried she's not going to, she's going to gain weight because she's not doing cardio. And I said, let's look at your nutrition. And she'd been reluctant to, to work on nutrition. So work on her nutrition. Week later she comes in and she's shocked that she lost three pounds. Right. And I'm like, and I mean, she's, she's grateful because she's like, I can't believe I didn't have to do any cardio and I lost three pounds. And, you know, that's really the bigger thing for me is like, Address the real reason why you're here. Right. And, you know, people exercise because they think exercise correlates to fat loss. Right. Nutrition, caloric intake, and calorie deficit correlate to fat loss, weight loss. Right. 
So it's not exercise. It's how many calories you stick in your mouth on a daily basis. And it needs to be less than what you burn. That's how you lose weight. Right. All right. So uh, here we go. Okay. Yeah. We're going to finish up this caption. We've got a couple comments we want to touch on too. Um, but having said all that, if your main goal is to add 20 pounds of muscle to your frame, should you be running 50 pounds a week? No. But if you want to get and stay lean while building strength and muscle, can you do cardio without worrying about ruining your gains? Yes, absolutely, and don't let anyone convince you otherwise. Jim. Wrong. <laughs> so I try to take a black and white view of things, and a lot of people don't like that. But the thing is, is science, if we're going to talk about science, um, <clears throat> and the reason that is, if I have a pro-level bodybuilder or I have a, a lay person off the street, and the goal is to put muscle on them. Anything that doesn't contribute to gaining muscle takes away from it. So cardio can take away from gaining muscle. Um, it may not, but it could. So the thing is, is if this individual has five hours a week and I can find five hours worth of work a week that will put muscle on their body, why would I take some of that out for an activity that I know will not put muscle on their body and can actually take away from it? Um, so generally people aren't lifting enough to need to find more to do, more activity to do on top of their lifting. Um, generally our clients come in three to six times a week. Most of them come in three or four. Uh, you know, and that's plenty to change your body composition. So my big thing on that is, you know, invest your time wisely, and weight training is going to be a much better investment than cardio. And, uh, you know, if the marathon runner or the, the cyclist are losing muscle, which they clearly are, then, you know, how can you not, how can you say that, an individual doing cardio isn't risking losing muscle, um, you know, when they're doing cardio and their goal is to build muscle. They are. It's going to slow down the rate at which somebody can put on muscle. Yeah. You know, and then you take somebody who's in a bad environment, like that 70-year-old woman I was talking about, and it'll probably prevent her from being able to gain muscle if she's doing you know, if you know, and the bigger thing is, is like if, if they're going for a walk three times a week, that's fine. But if they're trudging away on an elliptical for 45 minutes three times a week, don't tell me that's not going to negatively affect lean tissue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's to me, I mean, you know, he quoted science. He's the one that brought science into, into this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so I got three comments here that I want to touch on. And they're all, none of them were addressed by him. And I feel like all of them are, these are all real people. I mean, you know, obviously they're real people, but they're, they're a lot of them are kind of backing up what you said. So this is a gal um, and it says cardio without strength training made me skinny fat. Then I got pregnant, got fat, fat. And now with adding strength and cardio, I'm smaller at a higher weight than I was when just running every day. Yeah. So she and, put on muscle tissue. So, yeah. I mean, that's a common thing that I see with people. Um, and it's not shocking because of science. Right. So, um, you know, it's just human biology. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just, it's the way the body works. So, yeah. um, it's just another prime example of, of, 
you know, what's going on with muscle tissue when you do cardio and then when you don't do cardio and, and when you incorporate weight training. Yeah. And this is, um, and this gal really addresses, I wish you could just, you know, maybe Jamie, you should go through on these instead of addressing Jordan. And respond to him. Re- respond, about that. respond to some of these people. Like, so this gal right here, like the last one he didn't respond to this one right here. Okay. And this is another lady, um, whatever, you know, her username is, but, but for aesthetics, lean aesthetics slash lean and tone physique, a higher ratio of strength training is better. Right. And if I train five to six hours a week, one hour being power yoga, then surely more weight training is better. Question mark. I do 30 minutes traditional cardio a week. Should I do less weights, more cardio for a leaner look with muscle <laughs> definition? And he didn't answer it, did he? No, he didn't answer it. So I'm going to let you. And these, like, honestly, like, I didn't, this is, this is real people. You're seeing this happen. Like, yeah, go through instead of, cause he's not going to, he got into it with a couple people on this post that, that said similar things to what you were saying, but Jamie responded <laughs> in true Jamie Plunkett fashion, which I enjoyed. It was long and it made a lot of sense, but he didn't get back to him. So maybe some of these people that are like good people, you go in and, and kind of throw them a bone, you know? But yeah, so if, if Nicola here is her name, if she asked that, should I, should I do less weights, more cardio for, for a leaner look with muscle definition? I mean, that's simple. He didn't answer that question because it would contradict what he said. Right, right. So. And then this last one is pretty much, again, is it a matter of efficiency, though? Is it true that if your goal is to build muscle, it will happen faster when you are in a surplus and doing less cardio? Not to say you can't build muscle while doing cardio, but it is faster to build without it. Again. Uh, Yeah, I mean... You know, yes and no. I mean, there's a lot going on there. It depends on the individual and their age and their hormones sure. and, you know, what's going on. Um, you know, I always say you want to be moving. Every, you should put all your car, you know, all your chips should be moving in one direction. <clears throat> and what I mean by that is if I'm trying to build muscle, every activity I'm doing is going towards building muscle. So what I eat, my sleep, um, you know, my activity in the gym. If, and it, same thing, if, if I'm going to run a marathon, right. which I've never done, but if I would, I'm not doing it to just see if I can finish 26 miles. That's stupid. Right. I'm going to see how fast I can run the damn thing. So if I do that, everything's going to be moving in that direction. Then too, I'm going to be trying to intentionally lose muscle to make myself smaller and more efficient. Right. Right. Uh, which is what your body's going to do anyway, when you do a, a tremendous amount of cardio like that. Um, <clears throat> But what was her comment again? The last comment was, let's see, here we go. It was. Um, be more efficient if you're not doing cardio. It, is it a matter of efficiency, though? Is it true that if your goal is to build muscle, it will happen faster when you're in a surplus and doing less cardio? Yeah, I mean, that's just kind of a loaded question. Um, so, I mean, where I don't want to answer that, I don't want to say that if you got somebody lifting weights five days a week and they're doing anything right, if they if they're – if they're, you know, doing half an hour of cardio um, three times a week, no, that's probably not going to negatively affect them. And actually, it may improve uh, things just from a, a healing standpoint and a blood flow standpoint. Um, you know, but generally what happens with the average person is their diet is not correct. Their weight training is lacking. Um, so their time could just be spent wiser. Um and, you know, my question is, is, is why are you doing the cardio? 
Right. You know, for, and I'd say the same thing. Why are you lifting weights? And if, you know, I don't know the circumstances that would fall under, but if you're doing something and you don't have, and it doesn't have a purpose, then why do it? Right. You know? Right. And, you know, people will say, well, I do cardio for my cardiovascular system. Well, do a set of 10 squats with a, a, a weight that, you know, is proper for that, that rep range and tell me your heart rate's not up. Right. So we, we should also make the point, you know, Jordan, you're welcome to come on the podcast anytime. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to, I'd like to uh, somehow see if we can't facilitate that, you know. Yeah, that'd be interesting. It would be, it would be. <laughs> um, something else I saw in this article I pulled up that I would like to read here. Yeah, and this um, is the article that Jamie pulled up about I uh, gained weight training for a marathon i think the gal gained like 25 pounds over a three-year span something like that yeah so this may be another person they're referencing in here um yeah they reference another girl in here she ran uh she competed in 10 marathons uh while in grad school so she's uh, she's 35 years old um she assumed running for hours a day would help fight the weight she'd gained uh thanks to stress-fueled binging sessions and overeating um before and after runs. Um, So over three years, I gained 30 pounds, she says. I mostly ate healthy food, just too much of it. So that's interesting because usually we assume they're eating a bunch of crap. Right, right, right. It was really embarrassing to be be in a running club and gaining weight. They ordered an extra large jersey for me, she adds. I knew it was happening and I knew I wasn't doing something right, but I just couldn't stop eating. So, sounds like that appetite thing uh, might have a little bit of a little truth behind it, huh? Yeah, and I mean that's again that's why I say get your nutrition right first. Um, well, yeah, and not only that, but something you said before is if you're doing something that is messing with your nutrition, like causing you to be hungrier, then that also needs to be addressed. Here you go. She quit marathons after finishing grad school in 09. So this girl was in grad school when she gained this 30 pounds and slimmed down to her regular weight within a year. Thanks to a combination of less stress and no more post run hunger pangs. Yeah. So, but, um, so I think something else that I want to kind of mention on this, and maybe we'll do another podcast about it, is similar to the people who want to deny the biology of cardio um, are people that want to deny uh, how we assimilate assimilate the foods that we consume uh, with this crap called if it fits in your macros. And there's a lot of people, a lot of big fitness celebrities behind this too. You know, they say you can eat whatever you want. And what's funny is they're usually eating fairly healthy, um, but then every once in a while they'll eat, you know, a donut or whatever, which I'm not criticizing that. I'm criticizing the message just like the message is that cardio is fine because then what happens is you get the average person who doesn't have a plan and doesn't understand all this stuff, right? and they think they can eat whatever they want. So my point is on that, again, if we put people in a lab and studied them, so if you gave, if you put somebody, um, you know, you had twins again, and you give one of them, you give them nothing but steak and rice or chicken and rice or, you know, vegetables, whatever, and the other one you give straight sugar, that's their carb source. So you got the one 
whose carb source is going to be white rice or that's what I prefer. It digests easier. But let's say it's white rice. <clears throat> and the other one you're going to give is just sugar, table right. sugar. Right. Um, and then for protein, you're going to give the one steak, which is a great source of protein. Uh, and then the other, the, 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 if it fits in your macro one, you're going to give whey protein or let's even, let's give them soy protein. That's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> get their estrogen up. Why not? Um, and see, here's the thing is, well, you know, that's not realistic. Well, no, cause the thing is it, it, it does affect things. So don't act like it doesn't. That's what bothers me. Um, so the thing is, if you did that to two individuals and you studied them, you gave one individual whole foods and the other one you gave just sugar and a protein powder and then you studied them, I'll guarantee you'd notice a difference in them. You'd notice a difference in them in a week, I bet. Probably less. Yeah. But look at them in a month and I'll guarantee there's going to be a difference. So that's my issue with the if it fits in your macros crowd and maybe we can get into that later. Yeah. Um, but it's just not being completely honest uh, is my issue with it. Yeah. So. Well, and it's, it's also, again, you got to remember you're talking to people that are, they're not experts in the field. And so when you are going to take it and run with it, that's exactly right. They're going to take the information they want. They're going to listen to what they choose to listen to. They're going to run with that. And then they're going to point back and say, well, you said it was okay. Well, you know what I've seen with this in the past? I've seen people, they, <laughs> they base their whole nutrition plan off of this kind of shit so they like regularly plan a donut in their plan on tuesdays right you know and then instead of having meat they're gonna have yogurt because they don't like meat like and that's their regular plan you know i'm not saying if you have yogurt instead of meat one day because you don't feel like eating it or it's not available no it's not going to ruin things if you have a protein shake instead of meat one day no it's not going to ruin things but what happens is the average person hears this and then they revamp their entire nutrition plan to where they don't have any meat in their diet and they're doing things like shakes and, and yogurt and God knows what else, eating donuts. And then, you know, two months later, they're like, I don't know what happened. Right, 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 right. Yeah, well, it's just, again, it's too it's too easy for the masses to... T- like you said, just take that one, take the one thing they want to hear and then just go, go haywire with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, well, and then, then I get chastised when I say, no, that's wrong. That's what bothers me about it is like, I'm here trying to, trying to tell people the truth. And you got these people out here pushing this stuff and they're not giving the whole truth. And right. then I end up being the bad guy. Yeah. So, well, you're not, Jamie. We know that. <laughs> But anyway, uh, I think that's all we have for today. Um, that's about it. If you guys like our podcast, share it with friends, uh, subscribe to it, uh, leave us a review. That'd be great. Um, but thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, so. Thank you for listening to the Plunkett Fitness Project. Please share with your friends, subscribe, rate, and review. For more info, visit our website, plunkettfitness.com.